Hello, says. Um, hello, Maz. Beautiful evening to us. We thank God for another time in his presence. We thank God for today. We thank God for the enablement that we have received, for the grace, for a beautiful opportunity to seek his face again, for a beautiful opportunity to, to, to know his will, for a beautiful opportunity to, to know his counsel. Uh, we're just going to have a short prayer before we begin. And our prayer is from Matthew chapter 6. We're just going to start with this. I just have this impression just now. Don't be surprised. And don't um, don't find it uh, something that is a kick when we say we should pray the Lord's Prayer. As a matter of fact, it's a prayer. Mm. It's the prayer our Lord gave in Matthew chapter Matthew chapter six. Um, I'll read from um from verse nine. Jesus said it expressly. He said, "Pray then like this." He said, "Pray then like this." Ah, uh, it's an express instruction. It doesn't have any ambiguity to it. It doesn't have any. Um, you don't need any explanation per se for it, right? Uh, if you look at the account of Luke, his, his disciples came to him and said, Master, teach us how to pray like John the Baptist taught his disciples. And then he went on. And what is the prayer? He said, Our Father in heaven, acknowledging the one true God, is Jesus first of all paid homage to our Father and making us understand where He is in heaven, and what do we do? Hallowed be Your name. We hallow, we reverence, we worship You. And the point I'm going to this evening in verse ten, He said, "Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven." My focus this night is in that second part. Your will be done. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Thy kingdom come. Your will be done on earth. May your will be done on earth. Can we just, just, this is a prayer that our Lord Jesus taught. He said we should pray like this. And have you ever thought about it? That the first request that Jesus laid down in his prayer, the very first request is that what? Father, let your kingdom come and let your will be done. Have we thought about that? Have we have we ruminated on that anytime before now? If you haven't, can you think about that for a minute? Jesus taught his disciples how to pray. He taught us in extension how to pray. And the very, very first request that Jesus was laying down is what? Father, let your kingdom come. Father, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So Jesus gave us a little details here that in heaven, God's will is always done. But here on earth, it's not the case, even though it will be the case at the end of the day. 
But because of the weakness of the flesh, because of the weakness of men, because of the of the distractions in the world, because of the weakness that we have, because of this, our earthly habitation, because of when I say habitation now, I mean our, our body, because of the restriction, because of the hindrance, because of the weakness, because of the frailties of the flesh, we are unable to see the will of God accomplished all the time. And then it's necessary for us to pray that what? Father, let your will be done. It is necessary that we pray that, Father, let your will be done. Can we in one voice, in one accord, let it be registered in heaven that the church at Cuba on, on, on this day, right, a request was passed on to heaven. And what is the request? We're saying, Father, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. Oh, can we just say that words? Can we in understanding this evening and just cry out to heaven and say, Father, let your kingdom come. Father, let your will be done. We pray with one accord under your spirits with the grace that we have been given this evening. And we say, Father, Lord, let your will be done. We say, Father, Lord, let your kingdom come. We say, Father, Lord, let your will be done. You see, the will of the Lord must be accomplished. The counsel of the Lord must stand. And it's just so funny that God has so um has so designed it that it won't be the case until men pray the will to come to pass. Wow, what a mystery. Wow, what's what's I'm lost of and short of words this evening. Let it be recorded this evening that this day you were among the assembly of God that is praying this will of God to come to pass. And what is the will? It is this prayer that, Father, let your kingdom come. Father, let your will be done. In one word, can you just, in one sentence, can you just raise your voices up with the understanding that the Holy Spirit is giving you right now, that, Lord, let your kingdom come. Father, let your will be done. We thank you, Heavenly Father. It is your will that we pray this prayer. It is your will that we sound the salam. It is your will that we make this request known that the whole of the universe might know that there is a God that rules in the affairs of men. Lord, we pray that your kingdom come. Father, we pray that you teach us to hasten your coming. We're hasting, like Paul and Peter said, we're hasting the coming, the, the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because guess what? If the will or the, the prophecies that has been assigned to be accomplished, none of God's word will go unaccomplished. If they do not come to pass, the coming of our Lord Jesus will not happen. We don't know the day, we don't know the hour, but we know according to the word of Jesus Christ that until the, 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 the numbers, until the wills, the will until the prophecies until all according to how he said in Matthew 24 until all of them are accomplished that is then the end shall come Lord we thank you we glorify your name let your will be done in our lives let your kingdom come for we pray in the name of Jesus we will commit the rest of the meeting to your hands Lord we do not just gather together this evening just as the custom is, just for a custom, just for for as as a 
as a, a as a as a chore. Lord, we gather together under the umbrella of your grace, and we trust that you give us understanding from your mouth directly, Lord. We all learn, and we just don't want to hear. We want to go on to be obedient servants, fulfilling your will, accomplishing your will. We thank you, Heavenly Father. I will pray in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen and amen. Tonight, I'm going to build on the foundation of or on the discourse that this discussions that we've had in the, um, the past couple of um, weeks now from the various um, um, voices that we've heard, even though it's still under one spirit. Right, it's it's so good to know that um, as long as we are under one spirit, we can be sure that the Lord is speaking to us, even though at that instance it might not make sense. But if we allow it to set to and simmer, right? If we allow that word to to marinate our heart. It will bring forth, first of all, understanding. And then we can now run with the understanding that we have of whatever the instruction or the words are. So I'm going to be building on, let's remember, remember on Sunday I charged us that, <laughs> imagine that, I mean, just for jokes now, imagine that when you get to heaven and the door is being flung wide open, but then as you're taking your step towards the gates of heaven, and Michael just arrived, um, appeared to you and said, oh, my, I, I just one last thing before you go. I just want to check this last box. Um, can you can you just um, list the last the last four sermons that were preached at the church at Ogba? Can you just tell me the title and the details and just one verse each? Remember, I, I started this um, funny joke last time. Uh, will you be able to give a little summary of each of what was said? Will I be able to? As long as we know that if any man will speak, let him speak like an oracle of the Lord. It means that it's the Lord that is speaking. We are just opportuned to be a vessel communicating the intention of God in this particular point in time. So what I'm trying to say is encourage us to listen and pay attention. Listen and pay attention. Good. Now that I, I think we have our attentions, let's turn our Bible to the book of First John. Remember, we we read this um this book, which was a, a wonderful time. I look forward to more times like that. We read the, this book on Sunday, right? The book of First John, and the preacher on Sunday charged us. From the book of First John, chapter two, I remember Luke chapter nine, verse. Let me not say the verse. Can somebody remind me the verse? You know what I'm talking about. For those of us that were in church on Sunday, can you remind remind me? Luke chapter nine, verse. What am I looking for? Luke chapter nine. Bro, man, I don't post it just yet. Let's wait for. I'm I'm waiting for um somebody to let me know. I know the verse. I know the verse. I can give you a clue that is in is in um okay, let me not give you a clue. 
right? Thank you. Thank you very much. Verse 23. Yes, thank you. Thank you. It means that we're paying attention. Yes, verse 23. Look, verse, and chapter 9, verse 23. And what does it say? What does it say? It says, if any man will follow me, let him, first of all, deny himself, take up his cross daily, and then he can follow me. Remember that? And uh, that was it's like the summary of the whole of the discussion we had on Sunday. And then we also read from the book of First John. Okay, let me stretch us a little bit now. First John chapter, what was the main focus on, on Sunday? And verse what? Let me see if we're paying attention tonight. Oh, thank you, Ma. Thank you, Ma. First John chapter... Chapter what and verse what was our main focus on Sunday? Can someone help me with that? Yes, we are having a a, a uh, family meeting again this this evening. First John chapter what verse what was our main focus on Sunday? Because this is what I want to charge us with this evening, and this is what we're going to be talking about this evening. What was the main focus on Sunday? First John chapter what? Verse what? I'm waiting for somebody. Somebody. Okay. Okay. But Emmanuel already gave us the chapter. He already gave us chapter two. <laughs> so let's see verse what? Okay. Um, so that we don't waste time, let's just dive straight up into it. So let's turn our Bible to already we found the chapter. Okay. First John chapter two verse. Oh, great. Great. I'm enjoying this. First uh, John chapter 2. Okay, so I'll read from verse 15. Since we have 15 and 16. Yes, thank you. Thank you. 15 and 16 actually was our focus. And this is where I'm going to be reading from this evening. Let's turn our Bible to First John chapter 2 verse 15. If you weren't, if you didn't pay attention or you didn't get to what I was saying, it's fine. Let's now pay attention today because um, it is very important that you you hear and you listen. Remember last week, um, last two weeks, Romano charged us with you know the difference between hearing and listening and paying attention and being able to to run with the instruction that has, was being ditched. Now, verse fifteen, I read. Said I'm reading from the ESV. Said, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. Right? And we read this very well on Sunday. Remember, we we paid attention to this and all. But my focus this evening is on um chapter uh, on verse 17. And I'm just going to be charging us. And um, if we cannot finish it, we're actually going to be having a short, just a short exegesis, just to run through Luke chapter 12. That's what we're going to be doing. But we're going to be seeing Luke chapter 12 with this hand lens on our hand and uh, in our hand. What's the hand lens is chapter 17 of First John chapter, sorry, verse 17 of First John chapter 2. What does this say? Say, and the world is passing away along with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. Hmm. I'll read that again. Let me read it in KJV. 
I'll read in some couple of translations just so that we have understanding. In the KJV, it says, oh, okay, sorry, I, I can't find the KJV here. Uh, or I should be able to, that should not be. Yes, there it is. It says, and the world passeth away and the lost thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Hmm. The Amplified said, the world is passing away and with it, it's lost the shameful pursuit and ungodly longings. But the only, but the one who does the will of God and carries out his purposes lives forever. I like this. I think we'll stick with Amplified um, for, for today. Let me see what um, NLT, NLT has to say, just to give us a, another shade. He said, and this world is fading away along with everything that people crave. Wow. But anyone who does that, what pleases God will live forever. Boom's eye. Boom's eye. Everyone who does the will, everyone who does what pleases God will live forever. Hmm. What are we talking about tonight? If I'm to, to, um, to put a tie to, just so that uh, when Angel Michael asks us, you're able to give an answer. If I give a tie to my message this evening, it will be doing the will of the Lord. Or I will say, abiding forever. Mm -hmm. But I will stick with the first one, the, the former. Doing the will of the Lord. Doing the will of the Lord. Remember, last week, Tuesday, we learned that um, our focus was knowing the times. Knowing the times. You see, when you know the times, what it does is it makes you to have understanding of what the will of the Lord is. Okay, let me buttress this with... Um, Let's turn our Bible to, by now you should know what you have in Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. Turn your Bible to Ephesians chapter 5. Just give me a minute. I'm using my devices and I have to just manage everything at once. Uh, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16. What does it say? It says, okay, from verse 15, it says, Look carefully then how you walk. I'm reading ESV. This is my default Bible ESV. Look carefully then how you walk. Not as an unwise, but as wise. The KJV says not as fools, but as wise. Making the best use of the time because the days are evil. And when you are able to make the best use of the time, and you are able to, okay, let me read it in our traditional KJV so that we are able to relate better with what is being said. In the KJV, it says, See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. You see, uh, I don't want to dwell on this verse too much so that we're able to um, focus on Luke 12. But just a little explanation. 
when you're able, when you read, after you have successful redeeming the time, and after you're successful working circumspectly, and after you're successful being wise, what all of that does is make it makes you to understand what the will of the Lord is. Wow. Hmm. Let me say that again. I'm taking verse 15, 16, and 17 together. When you're done working circumspectly, because remember what I said about positive commands and negative commands. You see that, okay, first of all, what's the negative command? What should you not do? You said that do not work as fools. What should you do? Work as wise. What should you do? Work circumspectly. What should you do? Redeem the time. Why? Because the days are evil. The devil is roaming about, looking for who he might devour. His works are just to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Remember, we read this in First John last uh, on Sunday. So that this is the work of, this is the purpose why Jesus was sent, that he might destroy the works of the devil, of Satan. But I digress. The point here is, if you look at verse 15, 16, and 17, when you are able to fulfill the will, um, the instruction of working circumspectly, redeeming the time, what it does is it gives you the understanding of what the will of the Lord is. And that is what matters. That is what that is the 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 essence of we being a child of God. That's the whole essence of you being a believer. That's the whole essence of you being saved. That's the whole essence of you being a, a member of the church at Ogba. That's the whole essence of you being given the spirit of adoption. That's the whole essence of you being being have you given a seal. A foretaste, a down payment. That's the whole essence of the Holy Spirit in us. That's the whole essence of our being. Understanding what the will of the Lord is. Because when we have this understanding, we're able to go on to do the will of the, of the Father. I have tons of points to buttress this. But I'll stay on the point tonight. And what is it? Remember, our topic of this discussion is understanding the will of the Lord. Nor knowing the will of the Lord. Understanding the will of the Lord. When you are successful with working circumspectly, when you are successful with all cramming the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, when you are successful in having the highest level of the Holy Spirit, if anything like that, what it does is giving you the understanding of what the will of the Lord is. And after you now have the understanding, you go on into obedience. As we are going to see shortly in Luke chapter 12. Can we just say a quick prayer? We are going to be praying and teaching all at the same time tonight. Can you just say a quick prayer and say, Lord, help me to understand the time. Help me to have an understanding of what the will of, what your will is. That I might, that I might, I might walk, that I might fulfill my call, I might fulfill my role, that I might, I might make your will come to pass on earth. Remember what you read in Matthew 6. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. Not thy will be done, full stop. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
So our prayer quickly, can you just say that word of prayer under your breath? Just say, Father, my desire is to know your will. My desire, you remember what Jeremiah 17 says? Let's go there quickly. Jeremiah chapter 17. Let me quickly find the verse. Jeremiah chapter 17. Ah, uh, thank you, Lord. Jeremiah 17. Um, 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 sorry, I'm, I'll quickly find it. Um, quickly. Say, says, uh, is this 17? I'm coming just a minute, just a minute, please. Um, I can't find it now. Okay, it's Jeremiah chapter, Jeremiah chapter 9. Sorry, um, but I'll just paraphrase it. I'm looking for where it says that, um, if any man will boast, let him boast that he knows the Lord and the Lord. Um, uh, okay, I can't find it tonight. Uh, but if Brother Manuel can help me find that particular uh, verse of the Bible, I'll be very glad. Um, I didn't have that down in my key point here. But you see, our boast is knowing our God. Uh, sorry, thank you. Yes, Jeremiah 9. Thank you. Said, but let him that glory that glory in this, that he understanding and knoweth to me that I am the Lord which excited loving and knowing the whole essence of God wanting us to know him is so that we can go on to make his will come to pass. As we're going to see shortly. Father, we thank you because you said it that if any man who lack wisdom, let him ask. The whole essence of the wisdom we're asking this day is that we might have understanding. Understanding of the times that we are in. Understanding of your will that we might, we might, we might run, we might be able to accomplish. Ooh, yes, we are able to make hay while the sun shines. We're able to do the work of the Father while it is day. For night cometh where no man can work. That we're able to, 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 to go on. Fulfilling your will. It's all about you, Lord. It's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you. Thank you, Father. For we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. So let's go back to our text for today, which is in John. First John, remember first John chapter 2, verse 17. What does it say? It says, And the world is passing away along with his desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. My question to you is, do you want to abide forever? You see, those that are going to abide forever are those that are doing, that have done, and that will do the will of the Lord. When I read this verse of the Bible, it struck me, just this part alone, that, oh, I see... So I see a little detail of those that will be casted in hell. Okay. Apart from the fact that we can say they, they were children of disobedience. Correct. We can say that they were sinners. Correct. We can say they did not receive the Lord Jesus Christ. Correct. And all of that. 
if you want to summarize all of that in one phrase, they did not do the will of the Lord. And their abiding forever is not with him. Those that do it, the will of the Lord abides forever. I love the way NLT puts it. I love the way NLT puts it. It says, it says, it, it, it says, it said, but anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. <laughs> anyone who does what, the, what pleases God will live forever. My question is, do you, you want to live forever? If you want to, then you will desire to know the will of the Lord and you will desire to go on to do the will of the Lord. It's in the doing that the prophet abides, not in just knowing. Let me say that again. It's in the doing that the prophets is guaranteed, not in just the knowing. It is just 50% for you to know. Or let me even say 30%. The remaining 70% is in the doing. It's in the doing. Remember, I just gave an example some moments ago of Jonah. Jonah knew what the will of the Lord is, but he disobeyed. He did not do. He refused. In fact, not only did he disobey, he refused. He said, no, I am not going to do it. And in fact, to prove that I'm not going to do it, I will show you an action. And then he went opposite direction. But God, in his wisdom, because of his counsel that must stand, because of his loving mercy that he has, and he has shown this mercy to the people of Nineveh, he reorchestrated um, Jonah's disobedience to such that Jonah was now found in the exact spot that God wanted, wanted him to be. And in his act of disobedience, God was able to show himself to complete strangers. Those men on the ship with, with, with Jonah were able to hear, and they've heard of, but they were able to witness the mighty hand of the God of the Hebrews. They were able to see, they were able to have a foretaste of, of, of the God of the Hebrews. And if you go and read Jonah, Jonah chapter 1 now, it says that, and they were afraid and they fear, and they even gave sacrifice to the God of heaven. But then, that is not our dream tonight. Our focus as a believer, our pursuit of knowledge, of knowing God, is for us to be able to know his will. To know his will at a point in time. We can see, like I said, countless number of examples. My 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 um, um, focus tonight is to encourage us, to stir us up, to remember all that we already know. You can know Genesis to Revelation. You can recite the whole of Psalm 119. Oh, God bless you. But you see, the point is, how many of God's will? I was giving an example at our AGM this um, early this year. And I said, well, anybody can come and say that. You see, I work with Microsoft or I work with Amazon or I work with Apple or I work with all these big, big, big companies that you know, all these multi-billion dollars companies. You can come and make all the boasts you want. Oh, well, it's, it's talk is free and talk is cheap. You can make all the boasts you want. Oh, it's fine. You can even go and design your own Microsoft shirts and be working, wearing it and your tie and your shoe. And on your shoe like this, you have the big Microsoft logo on it. <laughs> God bless you. But you see, 
what matters is which of the will or which what's the rule exactly in Microsoft? What has been assigned to you from Microsoft that you have you are doing and you are accomplishing? Or which task has been assigned to you and you are doing? Understanding exactly what the purpose, the will of the company is. The same question I'm trusting towards this evening. You are a child of God. You've been a child of God all your life. Oh, you just got converted a year ago. Oh, it doesn't matter how long. Okay. God bless you. You've been saved. You're welcome into the fold of Christ. But which of God's will exactly have you been accomplishing or are you accomplishing right now? Oh, oh you're just so distracted and you are not focused on that which matters. Remember what Paul said to Timothy in 2 Timothy. The purpose of you being enlisted in the army is for you to 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 please that which you have enrolled you, like Paul said in Philipp in Philippians, that you may that we might I might I might I might comprehend I might apprehend the reason why I've been called into the fold of Christ. This is our focus, and this should be our focus. I just have a leading that we should just dwell on this point. I actually have the intention that we should read the whole of Matthew chapter 12 and just to draw our attention on what because you might want to ask me i think we're still going to do that what is the will of the lord how do i know the will of god in this point in time how do i know how to accomplish at least how how, how do i how do i know how to go about this thing that you're you're making noise all over about knowing the will of the lord knowing the will how do i know the will of god how do i know it and if you can show me how i, I, I promise you i'll go on to to fulfill it because if we don't know what the will of the Lord is, we will compromise. Imagine the three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. If they did not understand what the will of the Lord is, at that point in time, when they were called, when the old nation was called, where the old, and I think who was preaching now the other day, I make sure to understand that they were not the only Hebrews. They were not the only Hebrew in that gathering. Some other Hebrew boys or the Hebrew folks could have gone like, well, it's not a big deal. Maybe it's just this one does not affect my faith. This one does not does not make me less of a believer. Does not make me less of a. It doesn't doesn't make me uh, lose my salvation. Just to bow for this man. Now I'll do it. I beg. Let's move on to something else. But these ones understood what it was at stake. They understood the time that they were in. They understood that, oh, these were perilous times they were in. They've been taken out of the, 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 the land that the Lord has apportioned to them. They have been taken out of the purpose of all the, 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 the will of God in that sense for them. And they've been taken captive. They understood that, oh, how can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? How can we? How can we? How can we go on living as normal and blending with the society in a strange land? No, this is not the will of God for us. They understood the time, and they were able to stand their ground. This is what knowing the will of the Lord and understanding the time. This is what it does. We're able to walk in full obedience. Again, we're reading from First John chapter two. You're just joining us. 1 John chapter 2, verse 17. Those who do the will of the Father, like the way I read it in NLT, which I love, said, and this word is fading away. This word is fading away. This word is fading away, folks. The time is joining. The time is joining. 
The time is drawing near. There is a God-given assignment to every one of us, which is intended with his will. Just like you are enrolled into any company, there is a role you are coming to fulfill. There is a role you are coming, first of all, to fill. When you fill the role, there is a job that, there is a task that is going to be assigned to you. And guess what? This task for some people is just a one-off. For some people, is a continuous task. You wonder when you read in first in, in John chapter 17, when Jesus said that, Father, I have completed thy work. And you wonder how come he can say he has completed the work when he was yet to be crucified. In the later verse um, of that chapter, you see where he, uh, he highlighted the work he has fulfilled, and that is revealing the Father to the disciples. That was that which you asked. He has accomplished that was what he has he has he has established and then he moved on the point i'm trying to make is there are different assignments that has been assigned to us but how can you complete one how can you get another one when you have not completed one the point i'm starting us with tonight is for us to desire and ask yourself a question what or which of god's will am i fulfilling right now what is that assignment and perhaps you just want to bow your knee right now and say a word of prayer and say, Father, open my eyes for me to know the role, the reason which you have, you have, you have, you have, you have, um, have called me, which you have, you have, the reason which you have apprehended me to be your son, to be your daughter. You see, what I'm talking about tonight is the Holy Spirit will give you that I, I, I don't want to give um, too many examples, but the Holy Spirit, through your act of obedience, will lay in your heart the will of the Lord for you. The Holy Spirit will lay in your heart the will of the Lord for you. And guess what? That will is, first of all, God's counsel. It's God's purpose. And then he goes on assigning it to you. Once you make yourself a vessel. Can you just whisper and say, Lord, help me. I come to you with a heart, a ready heart, and you must mean what you're saying. If you are not ready for it, if you don't mean it, you had better just leave it. It's not about joining a unit in church. No, that is not what we're talking about. That is good. That has its place, but that's not the drift tonight. It is, Father, what is that eternal counsel? Father, just like in Isaiah 6, when Isaiah said, I saw the Lord seated in his temple on his throne. And he went on, he said, he said, after um, 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 giving the detail of the Lord that he saw, and the Lord said that, who shall we send and who shall go for us? And Isaiah was, here yeah, I am, send me, Lord. Oh, that counsel of yours, that purpose that you are trying to fulfill in this point in time, at this very, very moment, at this very, very time. Father, send me. Yeah, I am. I'm available for your service. I'm at your service. Send me. I'm at your service. Tell me what you need me to do and I'll go on to do it. Can we say that tonight? And say, Father, yeah, I am. Send me. Open my eyes to see that which matters. Father, I want to abide forever. Not only do I want to abide forever, 
the works of righteousness, my work, my walk and my works, Father, that when they are tested, they are tried with fire, that they might stand. Oh, yes, they might stand. You can get this in 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Every man's work shall be tested. And what makes up the, the material that your work is made of is, number one, how it glorifies God. And number two, which part of God's will it, it fulfills. If it doesn't, it's useless. It is just rubble. It is just hay. It is just, it is just, it is just, it's just um, 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 wood. Useless material. Father, here I am. Send me. Here I am. Send me. That I might fulfill your role. That I might fulfill your calling. The calling on my life. The reason why you have brought me. Okay, let's turn our Bible to Philippians. And we'll just pray with that. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Let's turn our Bible to Philippians. Philippians. Um, let me read it in in K no in NLT. Just a minute. Okay, let's start from. Um, just a minute, please. Let's start from verse 10 now. Okay, let's just go straight to the points. Let's start from 12. From verse 12. Philippians chapter 3, verse 12. I will read it in NLT. What is it? I don't mean to say that I have already achieved these things, or that I have all I that all that I have already reached perfection, but I press on to possess the perfection for which Christ Jesus had possessed me. Hmm. That's maybe a lot of grammar. Let me see if um, the five classic is able to. Is that not that I have not now attained this ideal, or? I've already been made perfect, but I press on to lay hold of grasp and make my own that for that for which Christ Jesus the Messiah has laid hold of me and made me his own. Ah, I'm looking for a translation that to make it very simple for us to have full understanding. It said, not that I have already obtained all this or I've already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Yes, that's in the NIV. That's in the NIV. I think we can we can just go ahead to pray this evening. The CSB said, not that I have already reached the goal or I am already perfect, but I make every effort to take hold of it because I also have been taking hold of my of by Christ Jesus. This is a continuous thing. It's not a one-off. It's not a one. It's a continuous thing. Oh, Paul went on to accomplish the will of God, but that he understood that, okay, according to the vision, according to the vision I had on my way to Damascus, according to the vision 
that Ananias came and he explained to me, I am supposed to stand before kings and there is actually one particular, that's a Caesar. You know what? This is not yet time for me to die. And when he was stoned, he stood up. When he was stoned and he was stoned outside the city, after some time, the Bible recorded that that the 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 the, the, um, the disciples came and rounded him up, and then he stood up. He understood that it's not time for me to die. But guess what? After he had accomplished that which was assigned to him, he said later in Second Timothy that yeah, yes, I am ready to go now. In fact, in Philippians, in the early part of Philippians, he said, I'm torn in between. I don't know if I should go or I should stay. Say, if I, to, if I go, it is far, far, far better. But if I stay for your own edifice, for your own good. Our prayer tonight is, Father, Lord, help me that I may apprehend. The word apprehend is that I may understand, that I'm able to grasp, that I'm able to lay hold, that I'm able to, to, to see the reason why you have brought me to your fold. There's a particular reason for that. It's not just for the number's sake. You see, even at the church at Ogba, there is a reason God has assigned you to be a, 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 a member. And that is to fulfill his will. And there are tons, like I said, I wanted us to read the whole of Luke before. And we have a lot of examples there. Maybe we'll just read one, one particular, one particular um, part in Luke. But as we're praying, I'll look for that now. Let's just pray this evening and say, Father, I want to abide for you. Father, open my eyes of understanding that I might know, I might know, I might know the reason why I have been called. I have been enlisted. I have been enrolled into your service. That I might have full understanding of your will. That I'm, I might have a discerning act to know your, your, your will in this point in history, that I may be able to grasp your will in this point. In, I was not created for by accident. I was wonderfully and fearfully made. Wonderful, glorious are your works, O Lord, and I am part of your work. And all of your works were created for a purpose. Yes, like the song said, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive all glory, honor, and power. For Thou art created all things for Your pleasure, for Your sheer purpose. Brethren, me and you are among the all things, and even we have now been we we've been given so much honor. Remember what Jesus said to him: Who much is given, much is expected. To fulfill your will, Father, is our prayer this night. That, Father, we walk circumspect. We are able to redeem the time. We are able to redeem the time. For the days are evil. For the days are evil. We are able to redeem the time. For the days are evil. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We'll end with... Luke 12, 41. I'll read from 41. What did Peter say? After Jesus has said so many things, I read in the ESV. Peter said, Lord, 
are you telling this parable for us or for all? And the wonderful answer God, Jesus gave him. He said, who then is the faithful and wise manager? Whom his master will set whom his master will set over his household to give them their portion of food at the proper time? It's a question. That blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Truly I say to you, he will set him over all his possessions. But if that servant says to himself, my master is delayed in coming and begins to beat the male and female servant and to eat and drink and get drunk. The master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him and at an hour he does not know and will cut him in pieces and put him with the unfaithful. And that servant who knew his master's will but did not get ready or act according to his will I'll read verse 47 again. And that servant who knew his father's will, but did not get ready or act according to his will, will receive a severe beating. Verse 47 again. And that servant who knew his master, but let me see if I can read it in, in other translations. Just have verse 47. He said, in then I'll say, and a servant who knows what the master wants, but isn't prepared and doesn't carry out those instructions will be severely punished. Do we see understanding the times in disguise in this verse? But isn't prepared and doesn't carry out those instructions will be severely punished. Let's continue. Let's round up tonight. Verse 48. But the one who did not know and did what deserved a beating, will receive a light beating. Everyone to whom much was given, of him much will be required. And from him to whom they entrusted much, they will demand the more. Sars and Ma, I close with this thought, and I share this from my heart with us, to us. The whole essence of us coming to the fold of Christ is not for the numbers. It is so that we are able to let and make the will of the Lord come to pass. Like we read in Matthew 6, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. God is enrolling, is recruiting, is calling as much as possible to come into the fold that they might fulfill, that they might let the will of the Lord come to pass. Your question I leave you to answer in your heart is, which of God's will or what exactly the will of God is it that I am accomplishing right now or that I have accomplished? Oh, okay. This is January, January. 2024 and the 23rd. We spent 23 days in, in January. What have I been able to use the 23 days to do? Well, you don't need me to list for you the will of the Lord. You know the will of the Lord. They are scattered all over the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. 
like I usually like to 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 um to group them the negative commands and the positive commands the Lord will help us tonight to know exactly that which he wants us to do God bless us sir. just a closing prayer Father we thank you for another awesome time in your presence we know that you have spoken to us in accordance with your will. And we know that it is your will. We know your will. <laughs> we know that it is your desire that we, we, we understand you. This is your desire. This is the reason why you came, part of the reason you came to earth, that you might reveal the Father to us. And now we need no one to teach us because we have the unction from the Holy One. We have the Holy Spirit in us. What this means is we're able to know ah, what the will of the Lord is. And we're able to decipher, to discern what it's, His will is. Father, we pray for the spirit of obedience. Because that is what is standing in the gap. After knowing the will. That we might obey. That we might obey. Little wonder in Revelation Isaiah eleven, why the the spirit of the knowledge and the fear of the Lord is tied together, because when you know the will of the Lord, His fear pushes you to go on accomplishing it. You want to obey, you want to obey, Father. This is our prayer. We receive the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord. Because that is the beginning of the understanding. Yeah, Father, we receive the spirit of the fear of the Lord in the name of Jesus. We bless your name. We thank you. And before we close tonight, Lord, we pray for our pastor, Ebenezer Amos. Father, as the shepherd of this flock at the church of the church at Oba, Lord, we pray for a special anointing that he might know your will at every point in time. Oh, he speaks expressly from, from, from the throne of grace. He speaks expressly the will of the Father. Oh, he's able to, to, to speak in plain words and according, in accordance with your will. Father, he knows your will and is able to lead as he follows you. In the name of Jesus. We pray for your spirit to rest on him. The spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. The spirit of counsel and of might. The spirit of, 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 of understanding and of, 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 of the fear of the Lord. Lord, that it rests on him right now. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. In the name of Jesus that is able to lead your flock in accordance with your will. He understands the time. He follows the signs. The signs are there to direct. The signs are there to give us a clue. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. And amen. And amen. Thank you, folks, for joining tonight. After learning all of this, you have to go on to do what? To obey. The Lord will help us. We have the strength. We have the encouragement. We have all we need. 
God bless us. Let's have a good night rest. Bye-bye.